everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey London. This is Volume Up by the T's. So, Jeff, have you been able to escape the marketing machine that is Disney and said Little Mermaid? Hmm. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so my five-year-old mm-hmm. is obsessed with the original animated version okay. and all of its iterants, all of the silly little TV shows, mm. and the sequel and the prequel and all of that. <laughs> And because of that, we are, as you can imagine, targeted by the live action film, yes. which will be coming out in just a few days of, of this recording. Uh, cannot, cannot escape it. Um, but also, and I'm, I just, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm of that age mm. where, so the other, the other Disney live actions have been horrifying. Yes. It doesn't like pull a single heartstring. No. I'm just scared. I'm like, why is this a thing that we're doing? <laughs> I got to tell you, when the trailer dropped for The Little Mermaid, <laughs> I was like, oh. I mean, chills. I, no, I had goosebumps, like up and down. And I was like, part of your world. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing something right. Oh, wow. They got me. You're in it. They got me, yeah. They got you good. So we have tickets. We are taking to our first movie-going experience. Oh, so It's going to be The Little Mermaid for her. She's very hyped. That's awesome. Um, But that's not what you wanted to talk about. No. No. I, I, I appreciate that. But I want to talk about Ariel's <laughs> iconic hair flip and why it's not so easy in real life. I don't know that I think it would be easy to do that. You? No, no. I mean, I think this is one of those things <laughs> where an animated film, you can do some things you can. <laughs> with gravity and physics that you can't necessarily do IRL. Um, so yeah, what did Halle Bailey have to say? So Halle Bailey said it was challenging to do the hair flip in the live action remake of the animated film. In the original in 1989, wow, yeesh, mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid, the sea witch Ursula gives Ariel legs, forcing her to swim to the ocean surface. When she does, her hair flips back in a swirl, cementing it as an iconic scene. So Bailey noted it was fun to do. It was hard because her hair was heavy. It's not as light as it appears in said animation, as noted. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I wonder how many times she had to practice the flip. And I mean, it turned out well. Yeah, I feel for her neck. (laughs) Um, You know, thanks for suffering through uh, for making, you know, making. For Jeff's five-year-old. I mean, right. I was going to say for my five-year-old. And you. And for my little Mm five-year-old, although I was not five at the time. Don't do that math. Mm-hmm. I was just a wee. I was closer to five than yeah. maybe you. So anyway, you were just a sort of gl- you. You may have been just a glimmer at that moment. Yeah, no, I was. I was a real life thing. Anyway, so anyway, yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm. I'm glad that she's doing some of these shots though. Same because it's paying off for the parents to be like, oh, that was in the the original in the OG. And here I am. Yeah. I love it. So on our last episode, we talked with Justice Jackson. Justice is a natural hair content creator that makes tutorial style videos and Afro art. She's been creating content for four years now with 184,000 followers on Instagram, 1.9 million on TikTok. And Justice is in the process of establishing her own brand, which yeah, get it. Go do it. We love to see it. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions or videos of your hair flips to volumeup at the tees.com. This week, we're talking with Danielle Frank. Danielle is an Olaplex on air spokesperson. What's in with Olaplex podcast host launching on May 24th, just a few days after this episode drops. 
and a licensed cosmetologist. Before we get there, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, it's heating up here in the Midwest. The sun is out. It is almost summer. Um, And so you naturally are thinking about sunscreen, right? So there was an article out about K-beauty, why Korean sunscreens are so good and leave Americans, um, they leave them trailing in their wake. And, you know, K-beauty has been ahead of us on a lot of trends, truly setting the trends and they trickle over to us. Mm-hmm. But they're noting better protection, skincare benefits, lightweight finishes, and that some are preferring those K-Beauty sunscreens. So the product category is so strong because of the scandal that rocked the K-Beauty industry in 2022. Um, but also dermatologists and skincare gurus are urging the public to certainly wear sunscreen. And we're urging you to check out some of those K-Beauty solutions. I feel like I can never find a face sunscreen that doesn't leave a cast yeah um same there's one that i will say is an exception that i'm not going to drop because they're not a sponsor Mm. um and they don't need they don't need (laughs) it um but yeah i'm actually legitimately quite excited to try out some of these kate duty brands yeah because yeah i feel like i'm always like looking like a ghost I know. And I mean, there's a lot of maintenance that goes into this and a lot of, you know, so we're going to need to keep the sun damage to a minimum. So Mm. they talked with Alicia Leon, the CEO of Peach and Lily, a New York based Korean skincare brand, which is all the rage on TikTok right now. So that might be one that you could check out. All right, let's talk about what's trending on our site. Okay. Our editorial team has been hard at work this week, uncovering industry news, looking into trends, and diving into the brands that you don't know but should. And here are some of our favorite headlines. First up, celebrity hairstylist Christine Simmons shares her best blonde tips. I mean, you just said it, the temperatures are rising. Mm-hmm. People are doing things like, you know, going blonder for summer. So if you're considering lightening your hair for the summer season, maybe you've been bleaching for a while and you're unsure about the shade that you've been rocking. The world of blonding can be daunting with so many different shades and tones. It can be overwhelming to know where to start or to figure out what you should ask for at your next appointment. Luckily, Clairol Professional Shimmer Lights Ambassador Christine Simmons has shared her best tips for the process of going blonde over on thetease.com. All right, Kelly. Now, I know that you don't go fully blonde, mm-hmm. but in the spirit of what you had just mentioned about skincare and summer, um, have you gone a little bit lighter? You know, if you give me a little look-see over here, you can see that, indeed, I sat myself down in my stylist chair a couple of days ago, wasn't in a good mood. Mm. She could sense it. And she said, I think we need a little brightness. And so I left feeling like a million bucks. And I do have some lighter pieces in here, mm. which she does so well. The placement is impeccable. So yes, even I too lighten for the summer. Blondes really do have more fun, uh, as it turns out. Okay. All right. Next up on the site, things that we're loving. The article is entitled, Here's What You Need to Know About Lace Front Wig Itchiness and How to Prevent It. If you've been wondering whether or not wearing HD lace frontal wigs irritates the scalp, we've got some good news. It doesn't have to. HD lace frontal wigs have become a popular option. Why? Because they have a super realistic look. Some require no glue insulation, making it very easy for beginners in the space, and they're relatively comfortable, except when they aren't. Mm-hmm. If your HD lace frontal wig is irritating your scalp, there may be a few causes, such as wearing an incorrectly fitted, poorly constructed, or poor quality wig, and or the wrong adhesive. Head to thetees.com for the article on a few tips to ensure that you prevent scalp irritation. 
I found this to be incredibly helpful. Um, I didn't really know a ton about this topic, right. but I felt like I learned a tremendous amount. Um, but I will say, I'm going to ask, do you ever watch videos of people taking off wigs? I fell down a rabbit hole. Go on. You know, I'm actually incredibly fascinated by the entire wig installation mm-hmm. and the precision it takes to look realistic and wonderful. And so I have, I have too been down that rabbit hole of the installation, the edges, you know, sort of taking off, you know, I didn't realize the eight to 10 hour mark Mm. was sort of the time stamp. Um, But it makes sense. We want to give our scalp time to breathe, right. Mm -hmm. And to prevent that irritation. So I am very fascinated and simply love the entire process. I can't get enough. I The video that is now haunting me is... <laughs> uh, we talked about The Little Mermaid. Her sister at the premiere wore a lace front mm-hmm. because she also wears her hair in locks. And she posted a video of her taking off the wig in a quest to preserve her edges. It was... It was I was riveted. Yeah. I could not stop watching as she was just like tugging. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is a fascinating process. Love to see it. <laughs> the artistry. All right. Last but not least, uh, a really cool interview. The article is called Coloring Outside the Lines with Makeup Artist Be Sweet. For British makeup artist Be Sweet, makeup acts as a tool that visually represents intersectionalities. Whether it can help address one's sexuality, culture, or feminism, makeup is more than just applying products to the face. After studying prosthetics at the London College of Fashion, Sweet realized there was more to life beyond silicone and orc sculptures, so she decided to pursue her love for prosthetics in a fashion context. Nowadays, Sweet pulls inspiration from things outside of the makeup world like feminist podcasts, 80s books, and ballet, all of which are key in allowing Sweet to produce her art. To Sweet, it is crucial that she believes in the art that she produces, as well as the messages that she sends out into the world. Learn more about Be Sweet in this article on thetease.com. Kelly, yes. if you could get a makeover from B, because she's got quite an aesthetic, yes. is there something that you would ask for? Or would you just let her do whatever she wants? I would let her do whatever she wants. I feel like she sort of exaggerates or puts emphasis on those features um, that might not be so dominant on your face. So like mm-hmm. the bright colors, right? The overextended sort of under eyelash. I mean, there are so many Vogue covers to reference, if you will. And I think her work is phenomenal yeah. in so many ways. It's unreal. Can't get enough. Yes. I'd let her do whatever the hell she wants. For sure. Leech my brows off, draw something on my, like whatever. Yeah. Go crazy. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, check out that article. And if you're not following her, make sure you are, because her work is something to definitely get some inspiration from. As always, so much going on at tease.com. Thank you to our hardworking editors. We are proud to publish stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, my conversation with Danielle Frank. Danielle is an Olaplex on-air spokesperson. What's in it with Olaplex podcast host launching May 24th and also a licensed cosmetologist. We break it down. We get into all things Olaplex. It's a good one. Danielle Frank is an Olaplex on-air spokesperson. What's in it with Olaplex podcast host Spoiler, launching on May 24th, and also a licensed cosmetologist. We are so excited to have you today on the pod. Welcome, Danielle. Kelly, I've been looking forward to this whole week. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, it's a great way to, for us, end our day, round it out. But excited for our listeners to hear more about Olaplex today. We're going to start at the beginning. We want to talk a little bit about you. 
Um, did you always know that you wanted to go into beauty? Oh, gosh, <laughs> a very winding road, because when I was 16, I remember telling my mom, oh, I want to go to beauty school. because They had like a high school program. Mm -hmm. And my mother said, good girls aren't hairdressers. <gasps> I don't know where she got this impression. So I was waylaid. But the funny thing is, is that I I think really about me is that I've always been that person that wanted to make someone feel great. Yeah. Like they felt as though whether they could do something more than they ever could or really actualize what's going on inside. I have the envy of the people that are artists and artistic and everything they do. Me, it's more personal. So I was in the fitness industry for a good 20 years yeah. and then didn't go to cosmetology school until I was 39. That's incredible. That is amazing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to what I wanted to do. And I winded up going in and really, again, it was back to really wanting to do right by the person that was in my chair. That's incredible. I mean, you weren't in an industry that made people feel good about themselves prior to. So it, it sort of trickled over, right? Absolutely. I definitely see the parallels. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That is a bold move to be able to kind of switch career paths. Did you have any doubt at that time or you were like, nope, here we go. We're doing it. I think I went into it with very low expectations. I should have known better because I am one of those people that is, I'm not going to say I'm competitive. I'm competitive with myself. Okay. Um, I want to achieve excellence yeah. and be able to do something extraordinary, but even more so uh, the person that's in my chair that moment, you know, that moment that you have when they're just like, oh, yes, this is I didn't think I could do this. That is like magic to me. That's amazing. So tell me about that path, right? You're 39. You enter cosmetology school. What was it like? Take me through the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny enough, I had a right out of beauty school because, again, I was a little older. I had three kids, but I wanted to be, you know, with excellence. And I lived near New York City. So I went into New York City, started applying to all kinds of places. But I had a good friend that worked for an Intercafure salon. Actually, it was the former creative director of Intercafure for the North America. Oh, wow. It was Richard Calcasola. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I applied to be an assistant. So I knew that they were very vigorous in their training and uh, for two years. Wow. It was like intensive. Yeah. And um, funny enough, I moved to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then here it's a lot different. I come to realize that I love team environments. I like when there's constantly education being provided. I really love that environment. Here it was a little more focused on uh, booth renting. Okay. Um, salon suites were not as big, uh, but now it's like, yeah, it was a lot of booth renting and I didn't like it. Okay. All right. I didn't like it. And then one day I, you know, heard about this magical product that was coming out. Mm. And, you know, when you're in a certain, like I was in that salon, we were taught to be very discerning. i can honestly say I was very skeptical, okay. uh, but I was curious because I have high lift blonde hair and maybe my hair might have been breaking like needles of an old Christmas tree. <laughs> you know, it's something that was a fact of life back in the day. You know, you just knew you were going to have breakage and your hair was going to feel a certain way and you throw on a lot of product to keep it in place yeah. and to do what you wanted to do if it was aggressive and my hair was aggressive. Okay. So... I winded up using the product and from the first moment, it was like, 
five clients I thought of immediately. Like, wow. I'm going to use it on them. So uh, yeah, and then from that point on, yeah, within six months, I was working for the company because I thought, wow. Well, again, going back to my roots, there was nothing more magical than doing something for the person in your chair and really mm -hmm. giving them that confidence that they never had before. Yeah. And so suddenly I could work for a company where I could do that in a grand scale, you know, especially with professionals, giving them a tool where they could spread that like outwardly, that to me was magic. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I want to work for them. That's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. At that time, you know, the phenomenon, as you say, that of, of Olaplex and the mass success that the brand has had and how it's really changed our industry, that was the start. It was an indie quote unquote brand then, correct? Absolutely. And you know, with that, you know, it's new technology. Yeah. It was, you know, something that no one could do before. So it was hard at first because a lot of people didn't understand. Like they were, they were confused and we really were, um, it was really about empowering hairstylists. It was really about having conversations yeah. uh, and really listening to what they go through on the day to day with their clients and seeing how we can best help them. Yeah. So it was an exciting time and it still is. Uh, I love every last second of it. <laughs> I love it. It's a wonderful brand to be associated with, no doubt. We're going to jump into the brand. Absolutely. I'm sure you're ready for it. Uh huh. All right. So. We want to talk a little bit about, you know, you said you had high lift blonde, right? And there's damage in general, right? When we, we put our hair through so much. Oh, yeah. Talk me through how that hair gets damaged and broken. You know, when it comes to hair damage, obviously, there's a wide variety. Yeah. You know, things that Olaplex takes care of, and then there's things that we don't. But ultimately, you know, when we think of any kind of chemical service we learn in beauty school, in order to get the lift, in order to get the results that we want, we have to break disulfide bonds. Now, disulfide bonds is what gives the structure of the hair. Break too many and you're gonna get breakage. You're going to maybe have the integrity of the hair be not as great. And so you're not gonna retain all the things that you need in the hair to make it healthy. Your hair winds up feeling drier. Yeah. Um, you may need protein after a while. So yes, uh, chemical services, uh, like all of these things really do make a difference. Amazing. Even outside of, you know, hair that's we're putting chemicals on, does generally healthy hair still have damage? Absolutely. You know, it is. We, we like, let's face it, we <laughs> do stuff to our hair every single day. Uh, I know I do. But if you think about it, the ways that we can do on the daily and obviously not as aggressive as chemicals, mm -hmm. but it accumulates. It's not like, yeah. you know, you do something and it's not going to happen again. So let's say, Flat irons, right? You know, flat irons are going to cause that kind of damage. Um, if we are brushing our hair aggressively and think of stretching that hair, right? It doesn't step back to the way it was. You, you got to really be careful with those things. Even the environment pollution we've come to realize. I've talked to amazing scientists that have talked to about that. That is really stunning when I re recognize what it can do. Um, hard water. Oof, yeah, that's a tough one. I learned that lesson moving to Florida because in New York, I had great water down here. It was like, oh, goodness, I might need something to get all that out. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different factors that can add into it, not just the chemical service. So it might not be immediately obvious, but in the same breath, you're going to start seeing things slowly, but surely and go, hmm, I wonder why it's not quite the same. Yeah. 
Thank you for that. Really interesting. Um, we're going to dive into a little bit of the science of the product. So, you know, when Olaplex came out, it was a bit of a mystery. Like, what is this new product? Tell me about generally the science behind Olaplex. Well, it kind of like I said, with disulfide, you know, hair, it's made up of a lot of different components, you know, the yeah. protein, the amino acids, but also those molecular bonds within the hair. So what happens is when we break disulfide bonds, that weakens that structure because that's what it's doing. It's keeping that great structure to keep everything where it's supposed to be. So if we don't have a strong structure, you know, when we're adding stuff to it, moisture, protein, whatever, I mean, it, even color, yeah. how is it going to retain it? Right. So what Olaplex does, uh, well, at least our professional products, we have a lot of products that do a lot of things, but when it comes to our patented ingredient, what that is doing is relinking the disulfide bonds. Um, it's creating a covalent bond, which is making the hair stronger. Right. How do the products work then to restructure that broken down hair? Well, before talking about the professional products, for instance, mm -hmm. with the number one and number two, they are utilized specifically into our chemical services. Okay. So like I said, we have to break disulfide bonds in order for those chemicals to work. By adding it to our chemical services, we're mitigating that. We're going to allow it to break so we can get that lift or whatever, but we're also relinking it okay. and getting it to a place where it's stronger than it was before. And then the number two is kind of sealing the deal, anything that wasn't taken care of. Amazing. So that's one and two. What ingredients from within that the product is actually helping to build up those bonds? I had to practice this. It's bisaminopropyl diglycol demoliate. Oh yeah, that's going to need a couple practice rounds. <laughs> uh, you know what? I I learned it early on, but I learned it from a seven year old, my dear friend Tanya, uh, who is a hairdresser. Her seven year old daughter memorized it because it was such a phenomenon. And I was like, okay, this is embarrassing. I better learn it. <laughs> but it's that incredible patented ingredient that kind of, uh, in my opinion, changed the way all of us do hair. Right. It, it changed the way we look at hair now. Um, and a lot of those amazing, amazing over-the-top stuff that we see nowadays that looks so gorgeous and healthy, yeah. even beyond the picture that was taken, yeah. uh, that is a lot of times about Olaplex. So... It's very exciting to see the evolution over the past several years. For sure. So if I'm listening today, and certainly everyone, I believe Under the Sun has heard of Olaplex, right? But if you haven't, and you're standing um, at Cosmoprof, or you're you know, getting fed an ad into your social content, um, walk me through what stylists are going to see after their Olaplex treatments that they treat on their clients. Uh, depending on what they're doing, but let's say, for instance, myself. Yep. Now I kid around and say my hair was breaking like crazy. It's not crazy, crazy, but I think back then when I think about it, it was a lot more than I really, now I never do really. Okay. So I did a standalone treatment on my hair mm. the first time I used it. I didn't put it into my bleach because I didn't know what I was dealing with. And I always put the stuff on my hair before my clients. So it was immediate where um, it almost felt like my hair was almost virgin-like, wow. which I hadn't felt in a long time. Right. <laughs> uh, so really, and again, I wanna make it clear, it's not a conditioner. It's not bringing moisture or protein or anything like that to your hair. Yeah. It has a specific job. It's, it's relinking those disulfide bonds to make your hair stronger. So when I did it, I wound up using a great moisture treatment, everything. 
I would tell my hair felt like new where before if I was doing it, it just maybe a little bit of something, but within days it didn't feel great. With Olaplex, it was like, boom, my hair was back to the way it was. When I started adding it to my clients' services, it was at first I did blondes because, you know, blondes. Yeah. Um, and I was finding that their hair was almost in better condition afterwards than it was before. Uh, they were incredibly excited. I used to send them home with the number three to maintain um, at home and they would come back, just be like, oh my gosh, like this stuff is amazing. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then I started using it in some chemical services and uh, perms. Oh my gosh. Uh, the perms, I could not get over the difference between the two and the fact that I didn't have to stop, like wait to wash their hair because you can wash the hair if you use Olaplex right then and there. So no more stinky. Wow. No more stinky. That's in cheese. Chutney <laughs> would have like, you know, the whole <laughs> argument on Legally Blonde would never have worked. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so good. Actually, I love that that came full circle. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Little bend and snap never hurt anyone, did it? Right? <laughs> so we talked about uh, number one and number two. We, we go all the way up to nine. Do I have that correct? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. A little product quiz. Can you walk me through one through nine? It's a lot. But I will I will do a basic. Great. Because otherwise, it, like I do get passionate about them. I feel like they're all my little babies. <laughs> Nine babies. I know. <laughs> you know what? I come from a family of 11 kids. I can love equally. That's doable. But, <laughs> but I will say um, each one of them, what I, I will say overall, what I love about everything that we've done with Olaplex and with all of our retail products is I always find, and this is a personal observation, Olaplex is always thinking of two things. What is good for you okay. and what's going to give you instant gratification? We like both. Because we all want instant gratification, <laughs> right? So, of course, we have our number three. That was the one that launched it all. Mm -hmm. And that is, again, not a conditioner. It's not a, uh, um, a protein treatment. It's actually something you do before you shampoo. So you're going to dampen your hair, put it in, leave it in for 10 minutes. That's it. Then rinse it out shampoo and condition as you normally would. Yeah. That is very much like our, you know, number two, but you know, obviously number two is professional, but it's supposed to help you maintain your hair and keep it strong. You can, if you need a little bit of a boost, it's getting a little bit weak. You're noticing it's not quite the same. It's a great product to be using. It really is a phenomenal, phenomenal product. Yeah. Uh, and we did come out with the number zero, which is a, um, it actually boosts the efficacy of the number three by 68%. Okay. Incredible. So a little bit of extra, again, <laughs> not as strong as a standalone treatment, which is in the salon. That is like your, your bread and butter. That one is the big one, Yeah. but it's a great product for any of those clients that um, they came in for the standalone. Certainly they have some serious problems, send that home with them. That's going to help them a great deal. And then when they come back in your chair, they're going to have so much better quality hair. Okay. You're going to be able to do whatever it is you really wanted to do with their hair. Um, four and five, phenomenal daily shampoo. That's our number four bond maintenance shampoo and bond maintenance conditioner. Um, love the scent. Uh, less is more because hmm. you use it like regular stuff. You're going to be rinsing for days. <laughs> 
Wow. Oh, I like a good. <laughs> yeah, it's very concentrated, but it's, you know, if you look at the bottle, it's 8.5 ounces if you're getting the retail product for your clients. And your clients might be like, Psh, what is that going to last me? No, very little usage. And I'm telling you, my battle will last me for months. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Great to know. Uh, then we get into, let me see, four, five. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Number six. That's my my precious. I, and I think hairdressers specifically understand the power of number six in all the conversations that I had. That one is a, it's a cream-based, it's a styling product. You put it in damp hair and blow dry. Now, what is it going to do? Actually, I've read the clinicals up to 72 hours of reduced frizz. And I'm telling you, I live in Florida. The humidity here, when I moved down here, I couldn't get over it. (laughs) My hair would poof out like a white dandelion. It was terrible. And I had to put tons of product this it's like moisturizing it's lightweight i don't feel like i have anything weighing me down and yet gorgeous satin shine so yes that is my favorite mm-hmm. right if i didn't have it i'd die uh, <laughs> seven is our oil the oil is phenomenal it has a heat protectant in there so you can put it in dry hair and use your stuff um it has a great shine really moisturizing a lot of people keep it in their pocketbook and just put it on their ends. Nice. Uh, let's see, seven, eight. Yeah. Our eight is that wonderful moisture mask, that bond intense moisture mask, which we all like were so excited when that came out because from day one, people were asking for this. What I love about it is how lightweight it is. It's so lightweight that you're almost confused that it's not a mask, but it is. Mm. Um, and if you know how like there's a lot of masks out there, you put them on, and then you're almost scraping it off of your hair when you're done. Yes. No, it absorbs so deeply into the hair and provides all these ceramides and peptides. Absolutely phenomenal. That like when you're rinsing it out, it's almost like there's nothing to come off. There. Use very little. Okay. Uh, and that number nine. So the number nine is, again, another favorite for people. It has wonderful style memory. Here's that instant gratification, style memory. If you were to do air dry curls, bouncy, beautiful curls. I love it. It's a serum that you would put on your hair first thing. It's first thing that touches your head. Why? Because of the health benefit or health. I say health, Uh, but the benefit, the good, healthy stuff for your hair. It has antioxidants in there that is going to help with free radicals. And if like I was at first like free radicals, but actually I once had a, a I had these people that were on uh, our my podcast that talked about how they did an experiment in China where they cut hair from different people from different areas okay. to see how much pollution was in the hair. Wow. They could identify who lived next to a freeway. No way. It was phenomenal. Whoa. Yes. And so what this product is doing is not only blocking it for 48 hours, but it's also going to neutralize what's in your hair. And that does eat away the protein in your hair. Not as aggressively as some chemical services, but again, all these little pieces, they add up right? and add up to hair that doesn't look that great in the long run. Right. So, yeah. So those, oh, and the 4D, oh my God, what about the 4D? (laughs) My gosh, I don't know how you can. Let me tell you, people are going crazy for that product. Mm -hmm. You know why it's, and I think hairdressers will understand this, where we wear a lot of black. Yeah. Um, I have blonde hair, so we don't worry about the white residue when you have blonde hair. But if you're a hairdresser and you're wearing black all the time, oof. So 
it's made up this really fine rice starch and you don't see it. So you're shaking it up, you're putting it in your hair and it is amazing. I actually sprayed it on a black shirt, obviously, you know, eight to 12 inches away. Mm. (laughs) Nothing, nothing. Um, And the other beautiful thing is that it didn't really leave a lot of grit. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to have grit in the hair, I want products that I can use to control that. I don't want that in my dry shampoo. No. Your hair feels like fresh, Mm -hmm. fresh and beautiful. And it's really taking care of all the issues that we wind up having with buildup. And on top of it, it's really good for your scalp. It's healthy for your scalp. Mm. So all those pieces come together and it's a magical product. I love that too, because choosing a dry shampoo with dark hair like mine is a journey, right? Oh, yeah. And even when there is a dark colored dry shampoo, then that residue is on your hands, right? So, And and don't you find that a lot of them also, your hair winds up looking dull? Yes. And then you've got it on your paper or your wall if you hit the light switch and it's no good. So <laughs> also they daily to shake it out and then it's like all over your bathroom. Yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. And this, you don't have to, you're just massaging it into your scalp. Who doesn't want a good scalp massage, even if it's your own. And scalp health is just such an interesting topic right now. We're now starting as consumers to pay attention to our scalp, which is oh so important. Absolutely. So thank you for mentioning that part as well. So if I go back to our professional products, number one and number two, um, You had mentioned it is not a protein treatment. Can you elaborate on that for those who think it might be? I, you know, it's (laughs) funny. It always blows my mind that so many people think it is a protein. Yes. However, I think I can connect the dots as to why. Okay. I, you know, Olaplex again is like new technology. It's something that never existed before and it's reparative. Yeah. Uh, When, before Olaplex, what did we use? We used protein. You know, we use protein to try to get the hair back into shape. And that, you know, that was our last ditch effort. We throw the protein on and pray to, you know, at the sink. Oh, please, please let this do the job. And, you know, for some of the hair, it would. And then other hair, it was pretty much, you know, you didn't have a structure for the protein to get into. Like, you know. Okay. So when this came out i think a lot of people just assumed that's what it was at least that's my personal thoughts you know yeah um but it is so different it is such an amazing technology and i think that's why it's so exciting and why people get so excited about it as a whole and again it does something uniquely different than any other product out there and it's really focusing on those disulfide bonds so that way you have a tool that you can use to get that in shape yeah and then everything else you do kind of falls in place yeah so it's pretty amazing that is interesting that that new technology sort of slid into that category as pros and consumers were like "Mm, it seems like a protein but that myth is now dispelled on a large scale for us here all it takes is one big influencer to go it's a protein (laughs) it's right and then you're like well wait wait let me grab that narrative back right (laughs) is it possible to over bond your hair or your client's hair when using olaplex well this is the thing like olaplex is relinking existing bonds Mm -hmm. so like it's not like it's creating anymore so it's okay you know it's not possible you know so it's only really relinking existing ones that's it it's not creating anything new great for everyone out there nothing new we're linking the existing yes (laughs) um what hair types 
does Olaplex products work best for? You mentioned certainly your high lift blonde. Can I use it for any hair type, hair texture? Oh, yeah. I get even virgin hair. You know, even virgin hair can benefit from it. I mean, obviously, if you're doing a standalone treatment or you're sending home with like a number three, number zero, and you have some with virgin hair, that seems relatively healthy. Um, You're not going to see a dramatic result like you would see with someone that has, you know, janky hair, you know, like it's falling apart. You know, you're going to see more results with that. Okay. You know, something obvious that, wow, look at that. Um, When it comes to adding it to your services, that's a whole nother story, in my opinion, because I've had hairstylists say to me, oh, I've always done great work. It's not like I'm doing anything aggressive and the hair always looks great. Like, why? Why would I need Olaplex? And I get it. But because, you know, beautiful artists out there and people that are very conscientious in the in the box that we were given as hairdressers, Mm -hmm. this is what we can do. But what we're saying is that there's another way because let's face it, we do our color. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. We send them home. Right. What are they doing at home? They're sitting there, you know, flat ironing, rough drying, yeah. going through with the brushes like aggressively. Mm-hmm. They are pulling it into a tight ponytail. And this is hair that, again, chemicals, broken disulfide bonds. It, it might not be aggressive, but you've broken some. Now we're going to stretch it back as much as we can and we're going to start seeing the breakage. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is giving a gift to our clients where we're resetting that button right right there in our chair so when they go home they're not going to have as many issues you know this is where it's really important to remember that um it elevates the service so much sure and quite frankly i mean i always did great a great hair period <laughs> not to brag but you know i did great hair but when i started incorporating olplex I saw a new level to my work that I didn't see before okay. because no matter how you put it, healthy hair is gorgeous hair, period. Right. Amazing. For sure. So you mentioned, you know, um, you've got a client sitting in your chair. For those of our stylists listening who haven't added Olaplex as a service, walk me through that consultation process because it, it's hard to say, I see this happening Um, If they're nervous to say that, Mm. what's your approach on that consultation? You know, it's funny because that was like one of the big things that I was trained in when I first started. Okay. You know, uh, Richard was really, and the whole staff was very much about making sure that we had a thorough consultation, that it was not just about the style. Um, I think a lot of us get very caught up in the artistry. Um, We're looking at their face and we're seeing, you know, where... Where are we supposed to have all that balance? You know, where are we going to place the color? What tones are we going to go? But we're not having that conversation about their habits. Are you somebody that like flat irons your hair a lot? What kind of products are you using? Are you using something like over the counter kind of thing? Or are you using something that's in salon? Because they do tend, no matter how you shake a stick on it, it's a higher quality. For sure. Um, And then do you have hard water? If you're seeing breakage uh, and the hardest one, and a lot of people don't ask, and I once did a TikTok about this and a lot of consumers were surprised on this one. Um, What's your medical history? Yeah. Have you had anything going on in the past few months? Right. All of these things play into our decisions on what we want to do for our clients. 
do no harm for sure. Again, it's about making sure our clients are getting the best that they possibly can and understanding the tools that we have. Mm-hmm. We, If we have that great consultation, we'll be able to figure out what tools are appropriate for each scenario. Yeah. And Olaplex might be a part of that. Personally, I wouldn't do a client without Olaplex simply because no matter what, it's going to benefit them. Right. But again, you got to look at the whole picture because then you wind up having that client where you, uh, this happened to me once, I'm going to say it, <laughs> we, where you're doing a highlight and you're like, oh, I finished this one. Let me get another foil and smoke's coming up. Oh, great. And I never asked her if she had hard water. Mm, okay. Should have asked that. Maybe I would have done a chelating. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. So that's <laughs> how we avoid a lot of these mistakes. Right. Yeah. Amazing. So, all right. So we've got our consultation. We know what we're going to do. Talk to me about adding Olaplex as a service, you know, increasing your ticket in your take home, hopefully, because that's what we also want to do as stylists and pros. Of course. Elevate our crafts and elevate our pocketbooks. Oh, well, you know, if we're, if we're investing in a product, we want to be able to get a return on it. And luckily, when you're using Olaplex, you're really using a very minimal amount and you're able to get a great return from it. Okay. Because the beauty of what's happened with Olaplex over the past few years is that consumers now know about Olaplex. They, they were just hearing it from us. So we don't have to sit there and do the legwork to really explain the benefits. Yeah, Like they know. So they're looking for it. When you say, I want to add Olaplex. Now, I'll admit when I first started, I only used it on blondes. Uh, sure. Because that back in the day, that was like the big thing, you know? After a while, I was like starting to experiment, started using it with others. And I made all the mistakes that everybody like... If you think you've made the mistakes, I made the mistake. Like, <laughs> oh, this is a great product. More is more. Let me put more in. No, no, that was a bad mistake. Um, like, basically, I started to really understand the product. And I used to do it a la carte. Okay. You know, like, tell them I really wanted to incorporate it in. And sometimes with certain people, it's a harder conversation than others. One day, I made the decision to raise my prices across the board by 15%. All right. Whether that be a color service, a haircut, I don't care what it was. I was raising it across the board. Yes. And that way, if I felt, say, I had someone for a haircut and I wanted to use Olaplex in their hair, like just a mini treatment, the number two, low cost, really quick, five minutes. If I wanted to use it in their hair, I didn't have to sit there and debate it Uh, like because they didn't want to add it on. Right. Do you know, I put out the announcement for, I think so many of us are afraid to charge more. I know. I, you know, said, hey, you know, there's going to be an increase of 15%. That's it. Put it all in there. I only had one client ask me why. Wow. Right. Only one client. And then I winded up saying, well, it's because I decided I wanted to be able to put Olaplex in any of your services. And she went, cool. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And I got the reputation, believe it or not, as the healthy hairstylist. I had tons of referrals because then they were thinking, oh, well, she's putting Olaplex in for free. I wasn't putting it in for free. I just built it in. Right. And then I actually, with my blondes, when I did my consultation and I wanted to, and some other clients too, it depends on what their hair was like. If I really felt strongly they had to be using the number three at home, yeah, I literally built it into the, the end consultation smart 
I built it in because I, and I would say to them, look, if I'm going to take you as a client, these are the things that I expect you to have, right. you know, you're going to have Olaplex in there and you're going to have to follow it up with this as well. You'll get it. This is the full price for it. Think of it as, you know, if you think of any other service out there, right. <laughs> Like there's sometimes something they take have you you have to go home with for sure, um, and it's built in. So yeah, I mean, granted, when I when I started to cut back and they would go to other places, they're like, "Oh, Danielle gives us Olaplex for free." It wasn't for free, right? I charge for it, but it's a really smart way of looking at it, though. Is just build it into that base ticket with that price increase because the results you're going to get on the back end are, are going to speak for themselves. Right. And you're like, yeah. wait, what if she does something different is something, you know what, if you <laughs> ever go, if any of you go into Facebook, if you happen to be on Facebook, we have this group called Olaplex users. Okay. These are hairdressers around the world, all using it, whether it be in Europe, in the U S everywhere. We actually had this one post that came up and I got to see if they've tagged it or pinned it where she literally took her bottle and was marking it off with her whole salon staff and had a whole spreadsheet. Oh, the amount of money she made, the amount of money she made from a salon kit was insane. Wow. So I love that group because they really speak to real life, you know, like what are you doing in your salon and um, how do you talk about it? So I definitely encourage if you're a professional, uh, go on in there and check it out because it really is great to learn these tips and tricks. And what's the group name again? And can anyone join a pro? A pro. You have to be a pro. They will ask you questions. They yeah. will ask if you are um, a professional, if you have your license. That's great. Otherwise, you can write down what salon you work for. Yep. They might take a look and see if you do. Wonderful. We like to keep it like a little mm -hmm. bit gatekept, you know, but it's Olaplex users on uh, Facebook. Yep. Great group. And also our app is phenomenal as well. We have our certification on there. And when you have your certification, you get on our salon locator. So all those great people that are, oh. you know, really big Olaplex fans and they're trying to find someone in the neighborhood, your name will come up. So walk me through that certification. What does it take? How long does it take? Well, the great thing is it's free. Um, there's a manual that comes along with it. It's okay. pretty straightforward. Um, there's a few different sections, okay. but it's easy to go through it and you can pause at any time. I think if you actually read through the manual or even if you already have experience with Olaplex, the chances are you're going to get through that within like a half an hour. It's not that difficult because, amazing. you know, yeah. It's not as complicated as it really seems. I think it's that, um, unfortunately, because it was such a mysterious thing in the beginning, there was a lot of dialogue that right. made it seem a heck of a lot more complicated than it really is. Yeah. Well, thank you for breaking it down for us today. This was amazing. Not just breaking down the professional products, but also your nine babies. 10 with the zero. Actually, I'm embarrassed because there's one more. And 11. Or, yeah, there is. The lash bond. I can't believe I didn't <laughs> mention. You know what? I get focused on hair. The new one. But lashes are hair too. Uh -huh. They're hair too. And I have to say, um, I started using it a little bit late. Okay. All right. Admittedly, I had I had gotten sick and I didn't want to use a product until everything is like, you know, common sense, right? Okay. For sure. So I started using it. And this is one of the reasons I'm excited about it. And and I already I've been using it for about four weeks. And I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see. Okay. I actually got chicken pox as a kid and I had one on my eyelash. Okay. So 
here's the funny thing. Wow. I have a stubby eyelash there. (laughs) So I look like I have a gap. Yeah. It's there. It's not like I'm not getting eyelashes. It's just, it never. Yeah. Right. And I'm starting to see that it's growing. Wow. Like, because here's the thing. It's not like something that's making things grow. What it's doing is creating an environment for it to be healthy and strong. Okay. So yeah, like I'm kind of like, let's see what happens. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. And the, the people <laughs> that I am friends with that have been using a lot longer, I'm like stunned. It is absolutely amazing. I love the fact that it doesn't have a lot of those things in there that you know, some people have concerns about. Yeah. I have very sensitive eyes. Like I said, I get allergies and things are just dripping everywhere. Okay. It's, you know, (laughs) I have to be cautious, but I haven't had any issues. So that's pretty exciting to me. Wonderful. And building out that product line, who knows what's next from Olaplex, right? Who knows? Who knows? Tell us pros where we can find the product, where the best place is to snag some product. Uh, when it comes to our pro products, I mean, obviously go to any of your local distributors. You can find one. You know, mo- a lot of them use Olaplex, certainly the big ones. Um, and of course, you can go to Olaplex.com. We have a professional side. And again, you have to make an account. You got to have your professional, but okay. you'll be able to get stuff from there. And we also have loyalty. So that's always nice. I like that. And also on our .com and also on our app in particular, if we're having a new product or something coming out, we're telling it on there first. Amazing. We're going to get the exclusive insider. So even before consumers find out anything, we're going to give you education on it first. So make sure that you get on that app because um, there's some great things coming out with that. Incredible. Well, we've got up next, but before I get there, I just want to say thank you for joining us and thank you for this immense knowledge and kind of breaking down Olaplex for us. We know it's a cult product and a cult favorite, Mm -hmm. but always great to have a refresher from the expert. (laughs) You know, what's exciting, like I said, it's a cult favorite, but in the same breath, it's been around for a hot minute now. Right. And if you go on it, like there's millions and millions and millions of, of posts and hairdressers that have been using it. And it's crazy, the amazing results they get. So it's exciting to me. It's exciting. What's up next is we have the tease quick takes where we are going to probably uncover some new things about you. Okay. So I'm going to ask a few questions and you can give me whatever comes to mind. Okay. The first one is what was your first ever product that you owned beauty product or hair product? Actually, I know this because I was probably 13 or 14. Okay. My aunt was an executive secretary for Estee Lauder. Oh, lovely. So she used to come home with these little green, there were these tiny little like eyelet, like mascara, not mascara. um, Shadow. Eyeshadow or blushes. Yes. So, I mean, here I was 13, 14 years old in the 80s being all bougie. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was so exciting as a little kid that my first things that I got to play with, because my parents would never let me play with makeup before. (laughs) Uh, was that it was like really great products no cover girl for you you went right to estee lauder right to estee lauder (laughs) yeah all right are you superstitious and if so about what i don't know if this is superstition (laughs) but i have this like thing that like if something goes horribly wrong yeah or like something bad happens Um, I always like in my head tell myself, and I guess that's kind of like, I don't know if it's a practice, a superstition, 
But if I don't do it, I feel like things don't get better. Is that, um, okay, I'm allowed to feel bad about this right now, but there's a lesson to be learned in this moment. And if I don't learn it, I'm going to have to go through this again. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like that. So it is ritualistic. Yeah. So I don't know if that's superstition or like, but it is almost like knocking on wood. I know. (laughs) And I'm a knock on wood gal. And if I don't do it, things go bad. Like it gets worse. It's almost like you don't want to find out if you don't do it. What's next? I mean, it makes, I mean, really it's logic when you think about it. If you're not evaluating what happened and and what lesson am I going to learn from it? Of course it's going to get worse because you're not going to learn a lesson. But to me, it's almost like so ritualistic. It is almost like knocking on wood. So. All right. We'll take it. (laughs) Okay. What do you consider the ultimate comfort food? Oh, Haagen-Dazs ice cream pops, vanilla with the chocolate on the outside and almonds. Oh, all right. That's a good one. That is my guilty pleasure. Like if I (laughs) need something, that's it. Are there any in your freezer right now? I ate it last night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Trip to the store. Need it. Right. (laughs) Okay. This is going to be good. Who would play you in a biopic of your life? Oh, I know. (laughs) That's a tough one. I would say... See, this is terrible because like I sit there and I think to myself of um, I'm always thinking of someone that's older than me, which makes no sense. Hmm. Like, I mean, I'm going to go Charlize Theron. Oh, I'll take that. (laughs) I'll take Charlize. Oh, my gosh. She's lovely. But I also feel like I'm slightly quirky. Okay. So like I think of people like, um, oh, what is her name? She was in Spider-Man and and with the red hair. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She's awesome. I feel like she's a little bit like, you know, quirky. And I just like, oh, I could do that. (laughs) Lovely. I like that a lot. Okay. Last one. And I've got to believe that there's an Olaplex product in here. Say you are on a deserted island and can only bring three beauty products with you. What are you bringing? I mean, the first thing that comes to his head is the old plex number six. Yeah. Okay. My precious. <laughs> uh, I mean, definitely sunblock. Yeah. Sunblock is huge. Everybody should be using sunblock. Just so you know, not just like incredibly white people like me. Oh my <laughs> goodness. I burn so easily. Um, and then I guess it, like, all right. So I would cheat and say, um, and say the uh, salon kit. Okay. But, you know, technically that has the one and two in it. It's more than one. It's more. <laughs> so then I would have to say, well, then if I had to take stuff out, like I would say the number one, but I feel like, what am I going to mix it with? Like, I'll do the two. <laughs> okay. All right. Two. Yeah. Sunscreen, number six and number two. Yeah. Which is like, you know, for other people, if you're not a professional, number three. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, definitely the number six. Got to keep the frizz in control. I think if you have learned one thing from this pod, where if you live in a, a climate where there is any chance of frizz, you need the six. Or if you have frizz in general, <laughs> in general. My son, he um, he was born with pin straight hair, went through puberty. He has corkscrew curls. Come on. That's serious. That's incredible. So once that started <laughs> happening, he was growing out his hair. Yeah. Um, you know, he's like, I don't know what to do. We started using the number six and that gorgeous, like he cannot go without it. Oh, you know, I love that. Otherwise it's a big frizzy mess. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, Danielle, thank you for your time today. It was great getting to know all things Olaplex and more about you and your career. 
Thank you for having me, Kelly. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. (laughs) You bet. All right, Jeff. So I scooped up all of my must-haves for Olaplex now that I'm fully educated (laughs) on where I need to be, what I need, when and where and how. Danielle is literally an encyclopedia of knowledge for a brand that has shaken up the category. Hmm. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to Josh Landowski and Nathan Folks for the custom volume up theme song. And thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.